Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this podcast episode finds you well. I hope you're all having a, a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And I'm just excited to be able to get to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I I truly enjoy doing this podcast and I hope that you guys enjoy it, enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy doing it. Um, as I said, this podcast, I just want it to be a resource for people today, whether you are, you know, an, an every, every week churchgoer or someone who's new to Christianity or someone who really has no idea about Christianity, this can be a resource for you to listen to and gain just practical knowledge about what the Bible is, what Scripture is, what what's God's message, and so on and so forth. And on that note, this season of Thursday Thoughts, that's why we've been talking about 1 John. Uh, we've, we're starting in 1 John. We'll talk about 2 and 3 John as well. Those are books in the New Testament written by the Apostle John. And in 1 John, we really get to see the true marks of a Christian. What really makes a Christian a Christian? Um, and we've talked about a bunch of things so far, you know, so I'd encourage you to go back and listen to the prior episodes to this one of this season. We're, we're into 1 John chapter 2 now, and today we're going to be talking about a really interesting conversation, and that is concerning antichrists. And in Christian lore, there are a, there, there are a lot of different opinions on antichrists or the antichrist if you will um but i believe here in first john chapter 2 we see the most accurate realistic description of what an antichrist is and you'll hear me state today that there are multiple antichrists and that's not just joshua's opinion well that's because the apostle john says there are multiple there's not just one there's multiple because the antichrist is not just this one big bad dude who is right the the one just most evil being ever no but there are multiple people who are antichrists and so we'll like i said we'll get into that discussion uh but anyway and so today's lesson uh today's podcast discussion i should say is from 1 John chapter 2 verses 18 through 27 where we we look at these John is kind of like testing slash reminding his readers about what real faith is, and he's warning them concerning false teaching. He's warning them concerning the Antichrists. Uh, if I know I, I read the ESV Bible for the most part, and you know the little subheading above these verses in my ESV Bible is literally titled, Warning Concerning Antichrists. And so that's what we'll call our podcast episode today is The Warning Concerning Antichrists. And the goal of this passage today, we'll see, is John John is not just you know, talking about these antichrists, but he's, he's kind of helping show the true Christians who are reading this letter of his how they can know that they are not that and how they're different and how they can identify what the false teaching is and how they can resist it. That's, that's more of the point here than talking about this group of people. I think that's more of John's point. But he is addressing these people because it's important to him to address them because it's a, a uh, I guess, a problem that needs addressing in the church that John is writing to. And so now John identifies the problem that needs addressing. He reassures his audience 
that the view of Jesus that John has passed along to them is correct, while the view of those who have left their Christian community is false. Uh, we'll read about that in verse 26 in a minute of 1 John 2. In summary, John presents in great detail, detail the nature of the deception that is being perpetrated by those who have left the community. And by doing so, he passes on to every successive generation of believers a study in the dangers, origin, and effects of the counterfeit teachings which constantly threaten to destroy the church. John reverts to his principal thesis, namely the discrimination between the truth and the false by means of testing. To the moral and social tests which have already been expounded, he now adds a doctrinal test. He first draws a clear distinction between the heretics and the genuine Christians in the first couple of verses, verses 18 to 21. Then he defines the nature and effect of the heresy in verses 22 and 23. And finally, John describes the two safeguards against heresy which his readers already have, verses 24 through 27. So that's how we can outline our study today. And so now let's get into, let's read our text, and then we will start discussing it. So 1 John chapter 2, starting in verse 18. Children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that Antichrist is coming, so now many Antichrists have come. Therefore we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that it might become plain that they are all not of us. But you have been anointed by the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. Who is the liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, he who denies the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever confesses the Son has the Father also. Let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If, you. if what you heard from the beginning abides in you, then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he made to us, eternal life. I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you by the anointing that you received from him who abides in you. And you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches, uh, excuse me, but as his anointing teaches you, about everything and is true and is no lie, just as it has taught you, abide in him. All right, there's a lot to unpack there, so let's get into this. So 1 John 2.18, let's talk about that first verse in verse 18. Since the new age has dawned with the coming of Christ, Christians knew themselves to be living in the last days. So today we are living in the last days. Why? Because in God's plan for salvation and for us and for the universe, there's only one final step to happen, and that is Jesus returning and bringing the new heavens and the new earth and the completion of the kingdom. So we are living in the last days. This last hour, uh, it's viewed as a theological, theologically technical term, denotes a period of time, whether long or short, that will usher in the termination of all time and the revealing of the final salvation promised by God. So that's what we're living in today. In Christianity, the, the, the consummation of the kingdom of God inaugurated in the cross and resurrection of Jesus, will take place at the uh, return of the resurrected Lord Jesus. The establishment of the kingdom will be opposed 
by the coming of the Antichrist. And so that's the key term of this passage, really, is Antichrist and learning what that means. And so Antichrist, when you go back and study the Greek, can either mean two things. It either means against Christ or in place of Christ. In John's letters, the term Antichrist refers to, right, refers to both a singular Messiah-type figure, right? That's the most popular passage that people know, Revelation 13, and to people, antichrists here in 1 John 2, who have withdrawn from the community. In 1 John, John addresses the antichrists who are spreading false teaching. That's what he's talking about here in verse 18, right? Uh, The antichrists have come, and that's why he's telling them, you know, to abide in what they've learned from the beginning. And so, and we're going to learn what the term antichrists means and how it's not necessarily just just one big bad guy. Uh, anyway, continuing with that, First John, First John chapter two, now verses nineteen through twenty-one. Let's break up these couple of verses. Although the antichrists notice, I think it's interesting that they emerged from the Christian community, which means that they were once Christians but they left the faith. They do not represent the viewpoints of the church or Jesus. Even though they came from the church, doesn't mean they are part of the church. John begins by explaining that those who have left the community have done so at their own initiative and for our instruction even. John indicates that these secessionists, these antichrists, are not authentic believers in Jesus. Because the antichrists withdrew from the Christian community, they could not receive correction. Their decision to depart from the church revealed their true character. This verse also gives biblical warrant for some distinction between the visible and the invisible church. Granted that God intends his church to be visibly manifest in, in you know, local worshiping, witness fellowships, this does not mean that all professing baptized you know, community members of the church are necessarily members of Christ. Only the Lord knows those who are his, 2 Timothy 2.19 Having discussed the reality of the Antichrists that had departed from the community, in verse 20, John provides an emphatic word of encouragement to the members of the community by proclaiming that they were obviously standing firm in the truth and for good reason. The difference between the secessionists, a.k.a. the Antichrists, and the true believers is it's grounded in the fact that the faithful have received an anointing from the Holy One. In verse 21, John says his purpose for writing is not to inform them of new truth, but to confirm them in the truth that they already know. Not only do they know the truth, but they know the character of truth. That is, holy and self-consistent, and that no lie comes from truth. John appeals to their knowledge of the truth, setting up the argument in the remainder of this chapter. John writes to remind his audience of what they believed and who they are. Right, I and now verses 1 John 22 through 23, the false teaching of those who have left the church is now revealed. It is the denial of Jesus Christ. Those who do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah declare themselves to be on the side of the Antichrist and are Antichrists themselves, right? Notice what, notice what uh, John says. Who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is the Antichrist, he who denies the Father and the Son. So anybody out there 
that denies God, that God is who he says he is, or that Jesus is the Son of God and that Jesus is who he says he is, is an antichrist. According to John, according to what the Bible says right here in 1 John chapter 2, that's what that means. So, anyone who denies the Father and the Son, is any, anybody who denies them, they are antichrists. And so, John now addresses directly the, the Christological error that leads people into darkness. These false teachers have denied that Jesus is the Christ. The antichrists in the community denied that Jesus was the anointed one of God, the Messiah, who suffered and died as a human. In verse 23, John emphasizes that the only way to relationship with God the Father is through God the Son. Only the Son can reveal the Father to us. Only the Son can represent and reconcile us to the Father. And so antichrists will deny that, and they don't believe that. And so those, the final few verses, verses 24 through 27, uh, let's break that stuff down. In verse 25, John emphasizes to the believers in the community that they are to make sure that they have heard, that, they, that what they have heard from the beginning remains in them, that they continue doing the things they heard in the beginning. Although salvation is not dependent on any action a person can take, right? Remaining in authentic relationship with God is. The gift that Jesus freely offers the world via his death and resurrection is eternal life. John is writing to them to protect them from those who are trying to deceive them. That's verse 26. And John appeals to the Holy Spirit's guidance in the believers' lives, which helps them discern truth from falsehood. And so, from this text, we have to realize that we are in the last days. You know, what can we learn from today's text? What conclusions can we draw from this text today that apply to us? Well, number one is that we have to realize that we are in the last days, and so people will try to lead us astray. People will try to pull us away. There are several antichrists in the world today. There are several people who deny Jesus and who deny God. Several. And we have to be sure not to be led astray. We have to be beware of the antichrists in the world that try to lead us away. And we need to confront their false teaching with the truth of the gospel. And we have to always remain in the truth of the word. The only way to resist false teaching, the only way to resist temptation and sin, is to remain in God. You have to abide in Jesus. You have to abide in the Lord. And if we confess Christ, and if we have Christ, then we also have the Father. And so, we see, uh, again, so 1 John is talking about the true markings of a Christian. And so, a true Christian does not deny the Father or Jesus as the Christ. So, what we can... How that applies to us today and what we can say, how does this mark a real Christian today, is because real Christians will acknowledge Jesus as the Lord and Savior of their life. Which means that they they won't only accept Jesus as Savior, but they'll also accept Him as the Lord of their life, which means that they'll live in servitude to Him and that they will do things for, for the gospel and for the sake of the gospel. And so... We have to be aware of the false teaching in this world today and of the antichrists who are trying to pull us away. Um, and so we need to be prepared for that.
And so, as we wrap up this episode of Thursday Thoughts, I really hope that you have, I really hope you've gained some insight, uh, at least a little bit. This isn't a super long episode, but I hope you've gained a little bit of insight into what is an antichrist and who who are the anti who is the antichrist aka who are the antichrists and so an, an antichrist is anybody who denies that jesus is the christ or um anybody who denies the father remember at the beginning we mentioned the term antichrist it literally means uh it either means uh oh goodness i've already forgot let me pull up my notes it either means against christ or in place of christ and so we have to be aware of people who have that mindset and that mentality who could try to pull us astray. And so the how do you resist the antichrists and those who are trying to deceive us? What did John say? You have to remain in the truth, remain in the word of which you've heard from the beginning. And that's how we can be prepared to face false teaching when it comes our way. And so that is our warning concerning the antichrists. And that is that they are already among us. There are already people who deny Jesus and God. And there's plenty of false teachings and sinful things that try to pull us away. And so we have to stand firm in our faith and in what we've heard from the beginning and what we know we ought to do. We have to be firm in it. We have to practice and immerse ourselves into God. We have to abide in Him and Him in us. If we have Jesus, we have the Father with us. But that means we have to be in Jesus, which means we have to be living in Christ, walking in step with the Spirit and living a holy life that God calls us to. So, I hope you guys have enjoyed this discussion today. I know uh, it's a really interesting talk. We could probably talk for hours about Antichrist and go back and forth. But I hope this conversation has been encouraging for you. God bless.